This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. The National Native American Boarding School Healing Coalition is continuing to call on U.S. lawmakers to create a commission to research and bring to light the troubled history of U.S. Indian boarding schools. Legislation has been introduced and passed in a Senate committee and is waiting for House action, says the coalition's CEO, Deborah Parker. It's much needed to help us tell the story, help us understand what happened to our Native American children in U.S. boarding schools. And we deserve, America deserves, not only Native Americans, but students, but people, any human being who is living today deserves to understand the truth about what happened in the United States. Parker says they're seeking records from not only the government, but from churches. We know these schools, the churches, religious institutions took amazing records. So where are they? And we know parents are still looking for children to this day, their relatives who never came home. Um, the parents, most of the parents are no longer with us, but there are elders who, know, who have brothers and sisters, siblings, cousins, who never made it home from the boarding school. We're trying to help families locate their loved ones. We have broken systems within our communities because we don't know where our loved ones are. Parker was an attendee at the White House Tribal Nation Summit held this month in Washington, D.C., where Vice President Kamala Harris said she's committed, along with President Joe Biden, to speaking truth about the horrors of Indian boarding schools and says they're committed to efforts to heal intergenerational trauma. According to folklore, Santa has a workshop in the Arctic, but so do the indigenous people who live in Alaska's northernmost community. As Emily Schwing reports, Anupiat artists and creators have been making jewelry and tools essential to their life near the North Pole for generations. Inside the traditional room at the Anupiat Heritage Center in the heart of Utkeachvik, industrial tools rumble, buzz, and whirr. I mean, yeah, this whole, this whole place is so, it's so useful for everybody. This is called a traditional room for a purpose. James Putkatuk sits hunched over a workbench. He learned to make jewelry with natural materials from his father. Oh, this is a uh, grizzly bear claw, and I'm, I'm attaching a, a walrus tusk ivory on, on top of it so I can make a, a head, figurine head. Skin sewers and whaling crews also come here to build the boats for the community's spring and fall whale hunts. Colleen Lehman says it's one of the few spaces large enough to build an umiak. She was the director of the Anupiat Heritage Center for nearly half a decade. A skin boat is a large boat that needs to be created in a large enough space so that once the skins are sewed together... Those skins are draped over that wooden frame. In rural Alaska, large workspaces are hard to come by, and so are heavy and expensive industrial tools. But they're required for work that happens here. Richard Tullock carves handles from caribou antler for his round-bladed ulus. It's a traditional knife found in most Alaska Native households. piece of equipment for our people has been around for thousands, thousands of years, you know, and, and I'm glad to continue this. I am, I really am. His father's picture hangs by his workbench as a reminder of the long-lasting traditions many artists carry on 
from their elders this far north. For National Native News, I'm Emily Schwing in Utkeachvik. And I'm Antonia Gonzalez. National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by BNSF Railway, proudly supporting the nation's economy by moving the goods that feed, supply, and power communities.